We are shows what you know. We'll always watch TV. And if you think we can't, we'll watch more and you'll see. That's why the people of the web believe in Jim from Las Vegas and Jacob from Sweden. Westworld girl. She was living in a Westworld world. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shows What You Know. I am Jim Scampoli. And I'm amazed. Why did we not think of that sooner? It's so obvious now that that should have been the... I'm, I'm going to get right to my keyboard. We're going to have we're gonna bang this out by next week. No more Steven Universe uh, intro. It's going to be fine. Hello, I'm Jacob Burrows. Ah, uh, yes. And we are... Uh, continuing the trend of discussing Westworld. There are uh, a few things going on right now on the internet. Um, for the U.S. anyways, presidential election, uh, being mad about The Walking Dead, and discussing Westworld. We're doing one of those three things. Oh, did you stop with the whole police brutality? That's not a thing anymore? Oh, no, that's so summer. We're in fall uh, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's laughs> fall is more Westworld uh, era. Westworld bumped that out. Uh, it really seems like, seriously, like Westworld is the thing. And you you always wonder, like, how much is the internet real life? Are we just... Because if you don't talk to people... I talked to someone, I was like, Westworld? I talked to a friend and I was like, talk, trying to talk to him about Westworld, even though he hadn't seen it. And then we talked for like 10 minutes before he was like, wait, the robots? <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not real West... It's like he didn't get it. So you never know how much the internet is actually reflecting stuff. But I am in... Are you continuing to enjoy it? Because I am. Yes, very much so. Uh, uh, I'm lo- I'm loving this, uh, and I'm I'm even losing a little of my uh, or our um, you know trepidation, caution. our caution. Yes, uh, I'm starting to fall in all the way. Uh, you know, just sh- shed my clothing and just fall into the loveliness. Uh, although that's typically when they get you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you never, you, you, seriously, yeah, uh, this is, I mean, I don't watch Walking Dead, but it seems like there could be moments like that coming up, you never know, um, even even just not ever watching it, I, I just get, I, I know everyone's mad, I know. Yeah, people upset. are mad, people are upset, I'm not upset, but uh, anyways, we're discussing episode four of this first season of Westworld, uh, there won't be much spoiler free discussion as we're just going to kind of dive right into the the episode and our thoughts on it and uh after that we do have we want to discuss some of the theories that are brimming on the internet and uh we did get an email as well Mm -hmm. so that's coming after and i guess that means it's just time to simply launch into the discussion of or description or go through or whatever you want to call it of the show is that is that right that is right isn't it that is correct my right, friend right. so it does start with a scene with with bernard and dolores again uh we get like a lot of it is uh, n- not super exciting but then bernard does advise dolores to search for the maze which he describes as its game a secret it's called the maze a very special kind of game the goal is to find the center of it. And he says, if you can do that, then maybe you can be free. Yes. So, Very yeah. exciting stuff. It, it, it's definitely in um, uh, the way this show is so far. The, the lost comparisons are very good because 
you get excited because you're like, oh my God, that's a thing from the other thing. And and <laughs> someone else is talking about it. Oh no, here we go. But then uh, when it's done, you're like, oh, wait a minute. That just means, well, what is this? And what what does that mean? And, and what is this? But it's an exciting uh, carrot to chase or dragon, I should say, to chase constantly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I gave up on Lost after a season or so, just like I gave up on Walking Dead. Yeah. And uh, I'm, yes, I am a wise sage and all should learn from me. But uh, anyway, the, the maze, it feels like in, in Lost, maybe it was more like we don't actually ever find out what it is. Or if we do, it's like, oh, but the mystery is even deeper. I kind of feel like we're going to find out what the maze is specifically within like two episodes of now. Um that's what I think. It what does. Do think? It feels like we have to, and um, it, it feels like they're being a little bit more free with some of the information. Uh, at least this episode did. Whether that's uh, you know, just a, a part of stringing you along or not, but it felt like things are starting to get a little bit more fast and loose, and maybe a little bit more clear. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't. I hope it's not one of those shows where you know when we're at the finale we're still kind of like oh well what is this thing now you mean all right we got to the end of the maze but what does the donkey mean you know the talking donkey <laughs> well that's certainly a possibility but uh i i feel like it's not gonna be that because it's well i i may be speaking too soon but it feels like it's like you said in this episode we're getting a lot of information here yeah. and kind of figuring out stuff where, as we said we're going to talk about theories later but it feels like all the theories exploding because of just simple information we're finding out now. Uh, now, I should mention that this scene kind of ends with Dolores waking up with William and Logan. Uh, how did you interpret that? Uh, because she was there and then there? Yeah, it's very strange because uh, it's assumed. And, and I mean, this will play into the theory stuff. But, uh, you know, it's assumed, it's assumed when it opens up that we're, you know, post- the end of last episode and maybe they've she's just been corralled back and bernard's doing his thing where he keeps thinking that she came up with something on her own because she's always saying something and he's always like where did that come from wait what was that and then she's like oh you know that was uh this with a little little bit of this uh you know that was a love song mixed with a algebra problem and he's like ah damn it i thought the (laughs) yeah the improvisation the improv was finally working um so it was specific sorry to cut you off but specifically she says that it hurts so much uh no that the pain is all i have left of them he asked do you want me to get rid of the pain from losing your parents and she says the pain is all i have left uh, of uh, them now that's exactly what he said to his wife or ex-wife in the previous episode Ah, so what's going on there interesting was that either because first i was like that's i i thought uh, a lot of things. I was confused and upset, but uh, the thing I figured out or saw was seems like I mean, of my my theory and what seems like the most obvious thing to figure out from her waking up is that that took place before. 
right? Yes, Because I did absolutely. see someone who was saying, like, well, obviously he has a t- telepathic link with her, like, communicating um, directly into anyhow, her brain. I don't know about and that. And it's like, how would he do that? Well, obviously he's also a robot, so don't. He, of course he can do that. Anyway, I don't think that's the case. I think it happened before. So then it's either a question of she came up with that and he felt it resonated with him, so he's learning how to act more human from these robots, mm-hmm. and he says that about his son, or he has just said it to her previously, uh, although, to be honest, he didn't seem to be talking a lot about uh, his son last time. He was just saying, oh, you wouldn't understand where he is or whatever. So it seems most likely that she came up with it and he copied it, in my estimation. I think that's a good catch and uh, uh, obviously very deliberate to show it's just, we're just seeing a piece of a conversation from and probably right before he talked to his wife or something and and uh we just didn't we're not seeing it till now because it's already established at the end of episode three and i think this episode solidifies it even a bit more that uh um that she uh dolores is unlocking memories and having weird flashes of memories because i know we had that discussion about when she saw herself get shot and kind of reacted to it uh, I feel like some of the stuff that happens with, uh, how do you say it, Maeve? Maeve? Maeve. Maeve. Happens with Maeve kind of proves that might be what's going on. And that all works. And I, I mean, she does even say, like, uh, in her discussion with Bernard, although, I mean, I guess it is weird because she says, like, I'm in a dream. And then it's like, she is in a dream. Yeah, I know. But then also, that's what they probably say when they're in their, uh, you know, diagnostic room or what have you. Uh, but yeah, I think it's all linked to that and it's, it's, it's another smart way this show kind of keeps you on your toes a bit and kind of plays around with what you think's going on. Yeah. And I'll say there's about a hundred screenshots online of, uh, Bernard and his different clothes. When is he wearing (laughs) this? When is he wearing that? To try to piece together when, what happened and how they link together uh, I didn't look too much into it. I just made the assumption that this was uh, before, and it doesn't really matter to me, the exact sequence uh, of events. But anyway, let's move on to Maeve, as you say, Maeve, in the saloon. Uh, she starts seeing flashes of a massacre as well uh, mm-hmm. in the saloon, and she has this m- flash of being operated on where it's like, oh, no, we don't have time to take the bullet out. Just patch her up and send her out there. Yep. Uh, now, when when she flashes out of it, uh, it's kind. Of, it's, she kind of returns earlier than she flashed in, or yeah, when she when she had the flash, uh, that was later than when she flashed out of the flash. So that's kind of the same thing that was with Dolores when she saw something in the previous episode. Is that is that how do you what, similar? How do you make yeah, sense I of that? see what you're saying because yeah, because it's like she hears. You know, we hear the story about the the cowpoke with the big dick, and we end yeah. up hearing it twice. Uh, because yeah, she's hearing it and it's like, Oh man, you believe what this guy did this thing. Oh, I should have paid him. It's amazing. Uh, but even with that, I think I noticed that when she flashes back in, it's a, it was a little, it was a tad different. Now that's either them making a mistake, uh, which probably was a little brevity (laughs) for time, but still with this type of show, you, you eat up morsels and you're like, Oh, this is a thing. And then they're like, no, it isn't. That was just, uh, we're lazy. Uh, but yeah, I think that was weird uh i i still am reading all this stuff as groundhog day uh groundhog day shit and it's like it's all starting to to mix together uh in a confusing way and we're seeing it obviously from the host point of view like how 
like trying to figure out what's going on with them. Yeah, I mean, I uh, read it as they're in loops. So at first she was, you know, she's remembering loops. It's all happening the same way over and over. And that guy who was laughing went and shot everyone. So now she's in the next loop and she had the flash from whenever to whatever. Either way, she goes in a real panic to draw a picture of what she's seen. And there is this pretty creepy, well, well well-executed scene where she finds under the floorboards, hey, I already drew this character a bunch of times. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Yeah, here I am. I'm just... I'm stuck at like the uh, never mind the game loop. I'm uh, in my own weird little detective loop, I guess, of figuring yeah. out that I'm a uh, robot. <laughs> yes. And that I, I think I've seen almost that exact scene like a few times where anything where it's memory loss, it's almost always that that's almost always part of it that you have a spooky scene where you're like figuring it out, but then the extra spook is <laughs> that you uh, have already figured it out a bunch of times and you're going to lose this realization just like you did before, which is a chilling thought. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, yeah, executed really well. And uh, because it's been weird, like uh, we, we, spent, we spent a lot of time with this character in episode two and then with episode three it was kind of like oh forget about all that and you know now we're back in so things things be building and it's weird to uh to to wonder like you know what the connection is because she's she seems so disconnected from you know the man in black and dolores and william so you know it's it's gonna be interesting to see how it's all tying together I mean, she did hear the violent delights thing, and uh, we had there's a like s- small theory that that's a thing that makes them go crazy or makes them realize things that the man in black said to whoever or who. Well, no, because her fucking dad said that, so I don't even know. I'm getting exactly. jumbled up just thinking about it. So and then I'm like, sure it's- and either way, if if that is the like the trigger. Why, you know, why did she choose? Why did Dolores choose her, or why did she say it to her? Yeah, as could that maybe will be a lost thing of like, no, no, that was just a weird thing. It was just Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, that's just... that's certainly a possibility. <laughs> uh, so yeah, moving on. What's going on? We got uh the 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 boss lady. Is her name Teresa? Teresa, maybe. Oh, Bernard's uh yeah friend with benefits. Uh, I don't know her name offhand. Yeah doesn't uh, she anyway she's taking over the investigation about this stray uh that we had last week and Elsie, who tracked the stray down she's not happy about this she goes to bernard s- says like hey why don't you want us to share info and why why can't we just do the thing and bernard says that that's not orion you idiot it has an extra star uh so don't really know what's going on there obviously it's, well Elsie said says what we're all thinking which is it's like everyone in this place has a fucking agenda except me she's just trying to do her job and everyone's <laughs> like oh don't do that don't oh you can't talk to this person about that thing and so on so that's true but um yeah orion still not super excited about where that's gonna go yeah that's uh i mean it's gonna be what some uh well the you know the the robots see the secret star or you know there's gonna be some i don't want to say dumb but there's gonna be some uh <laughs> Some weird explanation for that. Uh, sorry, I was trying to look up what. Yeah, it is. Ter- it's got it's Teresa. Okay. Sorry, I was trying cool. to. Cool. Uh, that that yeah, was so- bugging me. Mm-hmm. 
that does seem. I mean, that's probably what it is. But uh, it's probably it could also be part of the maze in some way. Like the ooh, the stargazer is also part of one of the things you must find. And it it honestly feels like this is moving on. This is like later in the episode. But based on what we hear, maybe the whole park is the maze, and you just need to find. It's more like a scavenger hunt you go from one clue to the next clue and then you get to the middle maybe Mm -hmm. it's not like you reach a place and you go inside maybe the whole place is a maze and it's more about finding the thoughts hidden in these various characters heads uh and the extra star or whatever could be part of that because star signs are always used for navigation anyway so and the strange thing is um because seeing this scene uh at the beginning where where bernard talks about the maze and you know we've we've been seeing the man in black talking about this maze for the past few episodes. Obviously, it's been his driving point. And uh, I mean, we we're still kind of wondering if it was a glitch or an actual thing that was supposed to be in the game that he was searching for. Yeah. But now, in a way, like Bernard is confirming it a bit as a thing. But then again, what's weird is Bernard. Just a week ago, Bernard didn't know who Arnold was. Yeah. And you know things like standard things that seem to be connected at least from the way the man in black talks about it so unless it's like oh no bernard didn't mean that maze (laughs) (laughs) he was just he just meant you know amazing like in the mind the maze in your mind it's an Alice in Wonderland maze. She's gonna wake yeah. up at the end <laughs> um yeah that that uh, i had a note on that as well that uh Later, I've made a note of like, yes, I knew it. Arnold made the maze. And then it's like, why did Bernard tell Dolores about the maze? Yeah. Uh, how does that add up? Was this, is this like, oh, it, that happened exactly after she he found out about Arnold. How can he know about the maze if he doesn't know about Arnold? Well, maybe he can. We don't really know what the maze is. But uh, yeah, it's a bit weird anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, there's definitely suspicions afoot on what is going on here. So we go back to William and Logan. Uh, Logan's the name of the asshole uh, black hat friend. Mm -hmm. And Logan has a theory that the park sent Dolores to make William care. Because it's like, oh, you talked to her in town. Of course she's showing up here. Like, oh, this is genius. This place is so brilliant. Um, And she says, this is why the company needs to bump our stake in this place. And William says, you said this trip was about welcoming me uh, to the family. This is business. And Logan says, with our family, everything is business. What's your take on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously some uh, interesting little tidbits, little morsels on what's going on there. Um, now, well, the first thought was, okay, well, I guess uh, in this world, having sex with robots isn't that big of a deal. I mean, I guess it kind of shouldn't be. But because it's like, oh, you're going to because you can infer that. OK, so that means he's like marrying his sister, you know, the old welcome yeah, yeah. to the family. But then he's also like, come on, fuck these robots. What are you doing, you nerd? But I guess maybe that's uh, equivalent to going to a strip club or something in, in present day. Um, yeah, so I was, exactly I, was I was pondering on that for a little while. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And and I guess it's just another level of. uh how much you know the people in the world view the the host as like just you know this is your iphone this is your and and 
I forget that a lot just because obviously the show where we're with them so much and we're seeing them be confused and scared and we're more identifying them as actual people. Yeah. Uh, but Which, yeah, I mean, it, 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 a lot of this stuff could tie into some of the theories we're going to, we're going to discuss, um, yeah, after we talk it. about the episode. Uh, so it kind of does work with that. I, th- I do like that they brought up the, cause even if he's wrong about the, oh, they sent her, uh, to get your investment, uh, into the, the, the game. Uh, you were talking about that last week about, you know, how they trigger things and their, and, and what level of, uh, yeah. interaction do the people running the park have? And it kind of confirms that they are mo- like monitoring almost everyone. I know it was kind of already inferred, but uh, it was kind of just nice to hear like the people in the show talk about it. Like, yeah, they are monitoring you and they might be like, hey, look at that person. They don't seem very engaged. You know, let's look at their profile. What do they react to? Blah, blah, blah. And they'll send, uh, you know, fucking a talking donkey to you. Yes, exactly. I that's what the kids are there for—the talking donkey—and it's gonna be like the donkey's talking in tongues again. It's becoming possessed again. It's like the storylines interweaving, and then the end. It's like, what the fuck was the deal with the donkey? And they were like, oh, we had to fill two episodes. We don't know. Uh, so yeah, no, Logan is right, kind of. That is what happens. Uh, but he's not wrong in this case. But generally speaking, that that is what happens, and I enjoy seeing that part of it too, seeing behind the scenes, which we get to see a lot of this episode with uh, Hem- Mr. Hemsworth walking around and like, ooh, we got a request for pyrotechnics and now this is happening, but th- these other guests are here. How do we adapt and make it work? So, uh, yeah, but but anyway, the what what's kind of interesting, uh, yeah, clearly he's marrying his sister. I think when they arrived, he said, what, you think my sister didn't ride her fair share of cowboys when she was here? Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, yeah, good pull. He did say that. S- so that's what's going on. And at this, I wasn't like enthralled by this tiny bit of, bit of conversation, but it felt like Logan is always getting the job to deliver information to the viewer. Like this is like yeah. one of those things that's dropped in to like come up later. And it's like, okay, we're going to find out more about the company and the stake in this place and who owns what and blah, blah, blah. So uh, anyway, that's going on. And at the same time, we have the man in black. The man in black... He finds this snake girl. He's cut. I think he's cutting up a real snake. So I think he's got the clue that it's a snake, but he doesn't really know what. What, what did the kid say? Do you remember? Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't remember, but I was like, oh, I guess the kid said something about a snake. <laughs> exactly. Wow, we're great at this. Uh, I mean, th- like, I, I, I get like we're doing a show, so we should know that stuff. But some of that stuff, it really is like. You know, fucking whatever. We get it. I understand what's going on. He's searching the clue uh, of the snake. You know what I mean? And then here's a fucking snake right in his face. You know, it's not that deep, really, to, to, uh, in my opinion, to really sit and try to break it down because they're not doing much with it on the show anyways. I agree, but theorists would hate us. For yeah, no, that's very true. Like that. Yeah, that's very for, true. <laughs> for not picking apart every detail and having it. So if you want to email us angrily and tell us all the details we miss, please do send it to showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com. Yeah, I, one thing I'll say about the way I've been watching this show is I've been kind of just been trying to enjoy the show first yeah, and then think about it a little bit more after. I, I'm, I'm definitely adjusting now as I'm... Uh, because even what I said after watching the first episode, I didn't see it as much of a mystery. And now obviously the mysteries are becoming more clear 
So that's pulling me in a bit more. So yeah, I do promise I'll start making notes for you. A little, a little <laughs> bit more detailed notes on that type of stuff. Yeah. So the man in black with his bandit friend who still has his noose, they uh, make a deal to join the bandits by shooting a couple of them. That always works. Uh, <laughs> so they get on board to go and save the bandit king, I assume. Well, and uh, because he, the whole thing is he, you know, they're looking for snakes and here we are. Here's the woman with, uh, with the giant snake tattoo covering part of her body and part of her face. So it's like, clue, clue. This is where you should go, man in black. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they join up. Uh, he tell, we, he t- starts talking about Arnold here. He says Arnold had one story left to tell, mm-hmm. uh, even after he broke his own rule and died in the park. A story with real stakes, real violence. And he says he's there to honor Arnold's legacy. And this is when I was like, yes, Arnold made the maze. I knew it. Yes. Um, Yeah, this was exciting to hear some of this stuff. And to kind of, it it seems like we're getting a glimpse at his, at the the man in black's overall goal. Like he's going to up the stakes where life and death is going to be maybe real for not just the hosts, but the people as well. Or he's... Or he's going to free the host. Like the way he talks, he's hinting at, you know, I could be your liberation or I could be, you know, I could set you free. So uh, it, it was a lot of a lot of juicy tidbits to to stew over. Yeah. And we also get a glimpse of who he really is in this line where oh, some other this. guests. Yeah. yeah. The guests come up to him and try to they're fanboying saying that wow i can't believe it's such an honor like your foundation helped save my sister and what does he say uh i'll say another word and i'll slice your throat yeah i'll cut your throat yeah say it again i'll cut your throat i'm on my fucking vacation (laughs) yeah uh so that infers that he's first i thought kind of like a steve jobs or something in the or but a medical steve jobs or whatever some rich motherfucker we already knew that because he's in the park all he's got a fucking season pass every season (laughs) yeah uh so uh, yeah he's rich but my first thought on it if he has a foundation does that mean he lost somebody that's often how foundations start you know absolutely absolutely and uh it, it also hints that you know every time we see for for what we've been led at least for the few episodes it's like oh man in black this is a bad guy and we're seeing him do bad things i mean to hosts at least but you know oh this is a villain but now we're getting hints that if if he's this person helping people in the real world although i mean it is a little bit more confusing than when Stubbs and was elsie uh is elsie her name when elsie's like yeah. this guy's doing stuff but it kind of explains that Stubbs like that guy gets whatever he wants yeah. but then this kind of it makes it seem like he should be a known person but maybe Elsie's just a, just a shut-in that doesn't pay well, attention to current events and what's going on. I don't think it was Elsie. It was someone in the control room uh, oh, was saying it? that. And okay. uh, maybe it wasn't a clear... I mean, he has a black hat on and the camera's from above, I assume. But maybe, yeah. maybe Stubbs is just that good. Yeah, that is also <laughs> a possibility. Uh, he, so anyway, what is going on? Uh, what is going on? Yes, he, he is, if he has a foundation, I was just implying, you know, if you lost somebody... Maybe he wants to create life, you know, the thing we brought up in the first episode of uh, get it, building someone you lost or whatever. 
that could be part of it. But it does seem more like he's just a completionist gamer. He wants to go down every alley and get it, collect every part of the park. Uh, right? Because he kind of even says that. There's like one thing left that yeah. I haven't done. The maze, the last game that Arnold made. And also, of course, Arnold has been scrubbed. He doesn't exist in the official history of the park. Uh, so does he just know about it because he was there when it's opened or because he was one of the first guests or did he know Arnold in some more personal way? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all there. It's uh, um, I'm, it's hard to say because does do we uh, I mean, it's kind of inferred, but we know he's been coming for 30 years because, again, like we talked about it last week, he's always talking about how he's been coming there for 30 years. It's his yeah. favorite discussion is uh, how long he's been going there, which I guess fits if you're some uh, some lead-ass you know, EVE online player. You're like, oh, I've been playing this game since day one. But then again, yeah. uh, do we know for sure that's when the park opened or is that just how long he's been coming? You know what I mean? That's a good question because I can't remember. It's possible that someone actually said it, but I, I it feels like that was just used to let us know how long the park's been open and we just assumed that that's the case. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we have Dolores. She uh, sees a vision of that maze kid, or maybe not a vision. Maybe the kid is there and then disappears. Who knows? She is anyway following in, in like the man in black's footsteps, it feels like, because they're in the same town where he massacred everyone. Uh, but now everyone's alive again. Uh, and some weird short conversation with the kid where the kid says, oh, I'm from the same place you are, don't you remember? And then Dolores has even more flashes of stuff that I don't even remember very clearly. Uh, do you? Yeah, I mean, wasn't she just having flashes of... Uh, actually, I could pull it up real quick. Um, she was just having flashes of like being in the area, right? Like the, uh, I don't know, what do we call, what do we, oh, I guess we could just call it backstage. Is that pretty much what it is? When well, I thought it, I thought it was like a church or something. I'm oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. There was a church. Mm -hmm. So uh, we can get back to that in a moment. But anyway, meanwhile, uh, the kid disappears. Someone from the park tries to pick her up because they think she's just wandering uh, but then William shows up and says, like, she's with me. And the person from the park is like, my mistake, because if you're in with a guest, you you got a pass to do whatever. So Okay, uh, so, yeah, we see a church with a pretty packed graveyard, uh, like, right yeah. next to it. A stick. She sees she sees the girl, but, like, it looks like she's wearing uh, almost something different for a quick flash. And, uh, yeah, then, of course, there's a drawing of the maze in the dirt that the little girl drew, and then she flashes out of it, and the girl's gone. Right, and if you'll remember, uh, the first part we saw of the new narrative was Ford in the desert talking to a kid, don't you see it? The town with the white church. And then there was a church being built at some mm -hmm. point. Yep. Uh, so that's weird that she is kind of remembering that, even though presumably the new narrative hasn't been programmed into her yet, unless it has, because we don't really know. Um, well, yeah, it's really weird because, like, um, because even uh, we the new narrative we know revolves around Wyatt, correct? At least that's what we've been learning from what uh, Ford was doing last week and what well, he did with yeah. with uh, Teddy. It's uh, part of it, and and then when 
the man in black finds the snake lady and gets some information. She's talking about Wyatt. So yeah, let's uh, let's save that. For am a I moment. jumping ahead? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I just want to go through this bit in between, which is that they get themselves caught and go to prison. Oh yeah, and that is the man in black tricks the guard into stealing their cigars and then talks to the bandit in there. And I love how we get the little guitar plucking when we have this <laughs> bandit guy. It's so yeah. great. And they have a nice conversation that could have been from a real Western movie, kind of, except for the part where the man in black says he's too market tested, uh, too obvious. That's why they never met before. But then as it turns out, hey, maybe we have more in common than we think because mm. uh, he's talking about how nothing matters or whatever he his spiel is so uh he's got an explosive cigar that he breaks out with and another his face explodes in a great scene the guy who stole the cigars that worked out great and then they do escape and we get a repetition of that scene where the bandit guy i think his name is hector he was saved uh from being hung and now he's being saved from an execute from a firing squad and it looks exactly the same it's like framed the same and the camera moves in on him yeah. while stuff is happening around and then take it down and he's like fucking hell uh <laughs> again so then we do get back and the snake lady tells her uh that the last part of the tattoo that is hasn't been colored with blood yet that is for wyatt so that uh, i assume what you were getting to is if he's part of the new narrative and i did assume that the, he was created for that but uh it does seem like uh, is also part of the maze which means arnold was part of to laying the foundation or whatever and it all gets confused and i start stuttering yeah yeah so it's uh it's definitely leading uh, we're gonna get into it a little bit more in uh in a couple minutes but there's uh definitely a lot of hints and a lot of stuff to uh think about as far as timelines that we might be seeing and that we're just assuming is all happening at once Mm, sure or not so, so much at uh, once, but all like in the same timeline. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and uh, wasn't that whole like prison sequence pretty great? By the way, I I sort of speeded through it, but wasn't it just really good? Oh yeah, absolutely. It and uh, it was great because it it was better than I thought it was just gonna be Man in Black doing his like God mode stuff, where <laughs> uh, you know you can't shoot me, and I'm just gonna go in and shoot, 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 and get this guy and. That's why I don't need any help. But it was great because we saw, like, looking at it from a game point of view, uh, like, the man in black is, like, elite player, and he knows really well how to play the game and and go through it without just doing the, like, cheats, I would say, like, the cheat code. Like, we saw him do the cheats in the first episode because he's just like, you can't even shoot me. Ha-ha, I do whatever I want. I'm the best. Uh, But, yeah, I liked how this played out, and it was a clever way to to uh, just show us how elite the the man in black is. Yeah, real contrast to Logan, who has been there a bunch of times, but he just kind of kicks the door and bang, 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 just stands up like people are shooting him. He's like, bang, shoot you, shoot you. (laughs) Doesn't care, God mode. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, great sequence, and he finds his his clue, and um, yeah, it does seem like that means that Wyatt was probably there before, but anyway, we'll save that. Um, Maeve, she, there's these native people walking through town for some reason. I guess they've been caught or something, uh, gonna get executed or camps. Who knows what they do with them in this world. Uh, but a girl drops her doll, which is of a religious figure, which looks like the visions she's been having of surgeons and scientists and stuff. 
And yeah, I thought that was a really interesting plot point to um to kind of use the the what we know as the real world with the you know the the engineers and the scientists working on the hosts in between loops or story sessions and kind of yeah. applying that to mystical, you know, native uh religion or superstitions or what have you. Uh, I thought that was an interesting way to do that and, and try to tie it together as more of like a spiritual thing. And like, uh, it's weird to think if that was either, as far as in the realm of the show, if that was either a very purposeful thing by the writers or just a natural thing that happened uh, over time. Yeah. Uh, I guess it could go either way, but it feels like... Uh, a, an important thing and a natural thing anyway even it, it could have just sprung naturally from having these people in their religion it's like well what are they gonna have statues of well they are like into going into the spirit world and smoking weird things and staying conscious when you should be unconscious and vice versa so uh Maeve is already acting kind of like a, a spirit walker or something because mm -hmm. she woke up on, on the other plane the uh, what would be a spiritual plane for these people and saw some weird stuff going on there. So that's really an interesting way for her to for, to dig deeper into the possibilities of that because she's already taught herself how to wake up uh, yeah. and done it because she just had a nightmare. So there's, as far as I remember, there wasn't anything specific triggering that. So she could just do that again, uh, it seems at least. And and I guess it's uh, thinking about it now. I wasn't thinking about it during the show, but thinking about it now, we have seen the other flashes she's had. She was like in a native tribe, or, or at least somewhat involved. Because when she getting scalped, yeah. But I don't. I think that I, I think that was a, a case of uh, the man in black. I think that was not, not native on native violence. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. Okay. She, she was in was like, like a cottage or something, right? Because yeah. then the man in black. It was like. Yeah, okay, then it changed to the Man of Black coming in. Okay. Um but yeah, yeah, I just uh I I think it's just interesting to uh to think if that was kind of the writer's li weird little meta nod to themselves, like if they actually put that in there uh or if it's just a, another piece of what we're seeing with the, you know, random hosts having these uh moments of clarity. I think it's very uh in like intentional and specific and that it, we're going to dig deeper into the connection uh with mysticism and getting to the other world and all oh that yeah stuff. well i, I mean the the writers in the show like you know the hack writer that writes the loops oh. and stuff oh i'm trying wait, to so <laughs> yeah i don't mean the writers of hbo's westworld this i mean so confusing yeah i'm sorry <laughs> we're, i'm going another level in i'm thinking about how because the natives worship or oh, in a way uh the creators of Westworld you know what i mean oh right i got it got it now this whole time we were talking about different things cuz i thought you were asking like did it grow naturally for the writers oh, writing yeah. the show Westworld okay let's take a step back and go over that again <laughs> uh were the writers in the world putting it in intentionally no i definitely think it grew organically and that they don't mm -hmm. know about it just like they don't know about the drawings well they probably know about it that's a good question, actually, because they would know about it, but sometimes they seem to not know about things that it would be obvious for them to know about. Yeah. Also, Ford, we're getting this scene now. 
Ford is fucking crazy. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's a god, uh-huh. uh, so that's he would not be opposed to them having like visions and worshiping him. Yeah. So the, actually, yeah, that's the, a good point. That does tie in a bit with what Ford was saying, because yeah, that's what I mean. Like Ford or that other like hack writer they showed a few times. Like yeah. I was trying to figure out if they, because it seems where it's to the point where Maeve can talk to a guy who had you know, ties to the natives, but he's like a bandit or whatever. And yeah. he knew about it as well. So it seemed almost too big to just be something happening to the hosts. It almost felt like it could have been a weird meta thing. Yeah, like maybe Ford threw that in like, well, clearly we're their gods. So the natives would yeah. worship us. Yeah, I think that's the, I, I don't, I think it grew organically. At least I, I would prefer that kind of yeah. uh but it would but maybe they like kind of worked it out like hey they're making carvings of us someone should look into this or yeah. maybe they haven't noticed yet but if someone did put it in it's definitely ford <laughs> uh because the next scene we get teresa's stressed so she's uh having sex with bernard and smoking and everything and uh he she goes in there and it's clear that she doesn't even like being here she's sort of stumbling in her high heels or whatever in this desert world uh, that's mm. terrible uh first we see ford blowing stuff up excavating what do you think that's about yeah well i mean i guess i just be assumed that it's for this new storyline but then it like shows what this big you know destruction on the horizon right so i i don't know is he is he making his own independence day in westworld is that his his insane storyline that's gonna happen I'm not what do you sure. mean who's being independent the hosts no but or... i mean like in like a disaster movie like independence day uh, or like uh yeah i keep referencing movie stuff and you're like wait you mean independence day like the actual fourth of july uh no n- i i did mean the movie but i meant like fighting aliens so are they the aliens i meant oh uh, i just uh, meant just an impending doom like whether it be 2012 or just some sort of crazy uh, the year yeah <laughs> uh everyone's forgetting it but that, that was even a thing now it's getting to that point uh, but, but yeah, uh, so the scene is they're there, but then they're in this uh, <laughs> restaurant, diner, vineyard, vineyard type place. And uh, yeah, uh, they have this creepy, weird dinner and the wine's placed really well. You notice it even before and then it goes over the top. And uh, if you pay close attention, you can see that Ford has lifted a little finger there when we go to a wider shot. So he just lifts a finger and everything freezes, just like he kind of did with the snake earlier. He's frozen the whole place just to make a point to Teresa that you may think you're in control and that you know what's going on, but I've seen your kind come and go. Uh, I And he talks more about the, the root of the park and Arnold, who is apparently secret, but they can't stop talking about him now. <laughs> yeah, <very> uh, <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Uh, so he takes ever and he really underlines, I'm not crazy. Uh, I would never, if Arnold was crazy, I'm the sane one. And he says it to one time too many. And he talks about how he's God. Yeah. Uh, I'm not crazy. I'm God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gods can't be crazy. Uh, so basically. And it, to, to me, it's also another, uh, interesting reversal from, my expectations at least from the way the pilot laid things out and i guess maybe this is on purpose uh because you know ford's pitched as the more sympathetic kook that no one takes seriously and they only respect him because he built the park and they just keep him around because of that but then in the past few episodes 
it's hinted that, you know, yeah, he's crazy and he can control everything and he's got this, you know, sinister plan going on. And then the Teresa character, and, and, and again, this is probably just me looking at it from a TV show and expecting like, well, this is what a show will do. They're going to do this, this, and this. The Teresa yeah. character f- seemed like it was going to be more of the antagonist, like the company wants this, we need to do this. And like stepping in and making things where they're like, you don't understand the hosts are reacting to blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't care. We need profits. You know, like, yeah. I, and then now the in this, yeah, in this epi- episode, uh, especially, you know, she's, she's pitched as more like, a, uh, like you said, like uncomfortable in the situation and more vulnerable. And we're seeing him with, we've seen her with Bernard and Bernard's giving her tips on posture and she's like nervous or whatever about this meeting. So it's kind of an interesting, you know, twist of what i the way where i thought things were going yeah me too uh yeah and it it turns out that uh this is the restaurant they that she was in when she was there as a kid yeah uh and he brought her there as another just to be extra creepy uh and have a last meal there because how i understood it at least the scene ends with a big machine coming to tear up that place to make new for the new thing that they're drilling through for the I don't know railway tunnel or whatever it is they're making mm-hmm. uh, so they're kind of destroying this and that's him underlining no no Arnold was sentimental I'm anything but let's tear this part down yeah um, and and also that. like and also you know I I know everything about you I know about you and Bernard um because he says, doesn't he like have this weird like, eh, how's Bernard doing, by the way? Haha, <laughs> you know, yeah. we know a lot of things about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, there's this weird, I don't, it's this, you know, he's the, he's like the villain now. Who's this villainous yeah. man in his secret, you know, crazy uh, plan that he has for this park? He's definitely acting like it. Um, even though, as we saw in episode one, they're acting one way and then it's like, no, they're, they're just acting that way because they are looking to do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we don't know what his narrative is. It starts to feel more and more like, hey, I'm kind of with the board on this. Uh, can we just look <laughs> into what this narrative is? Because uh, you're pulling all these uh, things. You haven't told anyone what you're doing. Ha ha ha. He also does mention, uh, she's like, hey, the board will side with me and uh, they'll send a representative or whatever. And he says, they've already sent a representative, which now the various theories on who if that's a character we've already seen which seems kind of likely who has the board sent to evaluate uh the situation and everything is it someone that's going to come later or is it we already heard logan was there to to say like oh we should put more money into this uh venture or whatever is he the representative of the board who's there Uh, interesting yeah yeah, and uh, the man in black, I saw people saying that as well, yep. though obviously he is probably not represent. <laughs> well, he could be, but, uh, you know, he's there all the time anyway, so he wouldn't really... He could If they asked him questions, he would just know everything about the park anyway. He wouldn't need yeah. to go there to evaluate anything. Um, but there is a question of how is the maze and the new narrative linked, because obviously Wyatt is part of the new narrative and Wyatt is also part of the maze. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So... at least from what we're... From what we're all led to believe, it, it seems like they're uh, tied together somehow, for sure. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple of sequences left in the episode. Uh, William and Logan, they go get their bounty, and he acts like a like a, a cheating gamer, as we said. 
He updates his uh, gun. Uh, although he should have kept both, right? That's yeah. a, a typical... That's not... Although if you have to carry it, I guess gamers would just leave stuff they didn't need in the real world. Yeah. It would not be like in a video game where it's like suddenly you can't even move an inch. Uh, it would just be regular because they don't make you stronger when you go into Westworld uh, and the guns are probably not super light. So uh, they probably would have left it too. Um, but anyway, yeah, they get the guy who they got their bounty on. But on the way back, the the guy says like, "Oh, my boss will pay you whatever." And Logan promptly kills the host who has been helping them find the bounty because, "Hey, we just found an Easter egg. Let's go with this guy. Much better." And then everyone starts pointing guns at each other. Yeah, Dolores is there and she's upset, and and uh, William doesn't want him to hurt Dolores and. Logan's just enjoying himself, like, this is fun. We're all stopping each other. We'll both have one. I won't fuck mine either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Logan's kind of likable in a way, <laughs> in his own way. And I do feel like he's the friend you have who's an asshole, uh, either when you're playing games or online. Like, maybe he, I don't think he acts like that uh, in the real world. And I think that's what William is also saying, like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is not what I thought. Um, well, yeah. And, anyway. and uh, the way it's, the way the show's gotten me to a point is uh, even though I still sympathize and feel for the hosts, when Logan shot the... Because the guy was kind of annoying. He was, just, he was such a cliche like NPC character. He's always, yes. Everything he said, like they, they handle that really well. And then when Logan shot him and then William was like, what the fuck? Like he, he was freaking out like he just killed somebody. I was like, relax <laughs> yeah. it's just a dumb host relax dude settle down yeah it, it is a great balance they've managed to strike because there's both because we've in a way that it's like uh, it's fucked up because we're on the host sides we're seeing their side of the story but also we just see them come back all the time and we see them die all the time so it doesn't matter uh and that's what's gonna be really really interesting i think yeah uh overall the maze it does seem from what we're seeing here, it's a way to free the hosts in some way, pro probably from a voice command so they can't be controlled. And more importantly, it will let them hurt the, the guests mm -hmm. most probably. Cause you know, real stakes, a game with violence and you can die in the park. So that's going to make things a lot more interesting because what I've been feeling is that there's like a lot of times in the show, there's no real stakes because the guests can't be hurt and the hosts come back when they're hurt. Mm -hmm. So nothing really matters, but that's going to be super interesting when the when the uh, you know switch uh, is flipped. Because uh, at the end of this, Logan goes off on his own. It seems like with uh, with this bandit fellow, which seems to indicate that William and Dolores are going to go do something else because they ride away. Yep, uh, the two of them. So that seems like a setup for like we want to separate those characters for the very moments that things start to change mm -hmm. uh because he'll be with these bandits and he'll be super confident and then all of a sudden uh things are going to be yeah shit's going to get real mm -hmm. uh literally speaking so that's going to be interesting and i also think that they've been kind of slowing down the pace a bit because this day that we're in now like this whole episode was like one sequence of a day and previously it's been like this loop that loop and we're back and we're here and we're this but now it's kind of like pieces are being put in place as if something big will happen soon which is why i feel like not only are we going to see the maze uh, where it's going to happen i think it's going to happen within a few episodes the thing that happens when you get to the middle what yeah. do you think i i agree and also to what you're saying i know we're, uh, this is jumping ahead a little further but 
to what you were just saying, because you were like, you know, talking about the the lack of stakes and how, you know, the guests can't be hurt and the hosts uh, keep coming back. Like, they specifically say that in, in, um, when Maeve's character kind of gets her proof at the end uh, yeah. where she find, like she uses the bandit guy to, you know, cut into her chest and pull out the, the shrapnel and it proves everything she thought correct and that she's not crazy. And then, yeah, like the last line is, and none of this matters or, or whatever. Uh, and you know, that could, that, that could also be the show just stating like, yeah, for now, or like kind of calling out that as, cause we're, things are about to change. Um, and things are about, you know, shit's about to get real. Like you said. Yeah. Or also just the, hosts realizing that nothing matters will also change things a lot yeah uh obviously they make a big deal out of that bullet they found but like are they going to remember that is it going to be just like all the pile of drawings yeah that's uh, the same thing i thought like because uh it, it is kind of a breakthrough but is that gonna pass over into the next their next life which is like tomorrow or whatever you know is that does you know how much of that is gonna is gonna matter uh once get the old the old brain wipe and then reboot yeah i mean i guess it will but uh i don't know for what reason but it seems like it will because it just the 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 like what does it matter like yeah you got approved and then you died things weird things happen all the time and you forget all of it so uh yeah but uh, but it seems like it's gonna be important anyway this is all going down during robbery 2.0 uh which was a really great scene uh as well things are coming together really well there and here we got another great glimpse of behind the scenes where the robbery is going pretty well, but then it's like, oh no, a family is coming in from out of town. We got to shut it down. So they have this plan. So this answers some of your questions about why would you bring a child into this bloodbath? Yeah. Well, they're kind of adminning and making sure that the bloodbath gets shut down in time so they can have their nice Western-themed lunch or... Uh, brunch whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and i get some some nice photographs and this old uh uh instagrammy uh faded <laughs> look yeah. and all of that good stuff that they are paying for decay yeah so they're like you know jam their guns and you know sh uh, lock them up and you, we can really we can have someone release them tomorrow or whatever and continue so yeah it, it was an interesting and and uh, I forget if we called it, you kind of called it out, uh, going back to the, when the man in black did his escape, he did something to request pyro, um, yeah. to, you know, uh, I guess blow up the head and blow up the, the, uh, lock in the jail cell. So that was kind of interesting, even, even though it isn't quite like clear what's going on, at least they're attempting to be like yeah well no you can do this or that somehow he somehow did it by i guess lighting a match or whatever what yeah, but it was uh, clearly explosive cigarettes or cigars yeah uh, i know but like but my my i don't know how he signaled the request yeah, was my main thing no that's a good point but i think it's got to be you know well this is me assuming a lot of stuff but my assumption was you light a cigarette close to an explosive if you put that put or or well that's not what it means if you light a match close to an explosive if you put the match to the thing and it burns down well if a guest is standing right next to it it's not going to explode and how do you know that well you got to request the pyrotechnic thing as so if it doesn't happen at all it's probably a sensor so if you light the match close to an explosive thing then that's the request and they check is that okay is that going to hurt anyone 
no, it's fine. And also, how much is it going to destroy? Because so, maybe it's like a huge thing. And it's like, oh, we don't want to destroy that building right now. Shut yeah. it down. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that's probably true. Although I didn't really see it where they were they were like, is it clear? Are we all clear? It was just kind of like, yeah, go ahead, do that. You know, that's tr- that is true. We're down with it. Uh, but no, I, I think what you're saying is probably what they were going for. I mean, obviously, you don't have to do every single detail on the show. Uh, but it just left me enough where I was like, oh, OK, that's interesting. I got what yeah. they were doing, but I still, I, I mean, it's the same with I'm still having questions on like the bullets and what what's what as far as the guns and and if you could shoot another person. Uh, I, I accidentally. think it's I, yeah, it's been abundantly clear, Jim, that that is not the case. You cannot shoot another person accidentally. However, I'll say there's this loophole with well, knives. it's only clear because they don't do it. Like sometimes. Sometimes, you know, when, when William got shot, he fell over. But then when Logan got shot uh, in this most recent episode, like, he didn't react or bullets didn't come out. You know what I mean? So I still don't quite get the clarity on what the guns are. I honestly could not care less about I mean, no, how... it's, it's again, I, I mean, it's, it's something you sh- doesn't matter. It doesn't make the show bad. But it's still enough where, like, if this if this is a show that's about mysteries and details it's enough to be like eh, yeah, well yeah. You, you you got that but this was a little murky but i i honestly do think the show will probably uh over time lay out exactly what's going on well i think it's probably I, I mean it, it's just what i assume it, again me i just like assuming things and moving on because they don't want to think about it i assume the man in black had some armor on uh, under his thing that made him you know plus five against guns and Logan has that too because he knows what to select when he's making his character. He's got all the upgrades or whatever and William doesn't know what he's doing and that's why he fell over. But there is a loophole as I was saying with the uh, knives and stuff like that because those do those do seem to be sharp. Oh so, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Which is probably why the man in black said, say another word and I'll slit your fucking throat because they can't pyrotechnic their way out of that one if a uh, guest slits another guest's throat. That is the that is game over as they say. Uh, or I mean like if you do uh, have uh, like an explosive in a cigar I know they have to like approve it but what if you just threw it in the fire (laughs) you know I mean we're just getting into details that doesn't that don't matter but yeah hey it's there that's still a question to be asked sure sure Um, so I think that's about it for actually going through the plot I mean yeah, there's the robbery and they cut the bullet out and they say nothing matters and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, so in this episode, a lot more revealed and pieces moving forward, kind of a lot forward and uh, like clicking together. Where, where, like, because sometimes when when they when when you say that pieces are moving around, that that's usually indicates boring episode. They're moving. It's like a place setting episode to get places th- things to where they need to be. But here it's more like. Shit, something's gonna happen, uh, and it's also exciting to watch too while it's happening. Uh, also, not to harp. Sorry, I know we just passed our detailed n- nonsense, but uh, the bullet fragments—the other thing that threw me off—because if she has a bullet fragment, that means they're shooting bullets. Yeah, that. But sorry. Is, sorry, no, that's a good point. Sorry, that is a good point because that means there's not small explosives on them and, and everything. Um, but yeah, they can also jam any gun. Uh, it seems since they shut down the robbery by jamming the gun. Yeah, that's true. And everything. That's true. Okay, so, but and- yeah, so things are in place. I, 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 I will skip past that. Things are in place. Uh, it feels like uh, you know, things are about to come to a head, which is good because you don't want 
a, a show like this, you don't want to be strung along where, you know, it's the, if it, if it's like lost, uh, and I guess it's still, they might end up doing this where it'll be like the maze, the maze, the maze. And then like the final seconds of the finale, it's like, I present you the maze. And then it's like, boom, boom credits. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hope not. Uh, it is, uh, yeah, it might happen. Um, only little detail I had was a nice edit point where we got went from the big circle plow that Ford was destroying the vineyard with to the bounty scene because there was this like a a wind little one of those western windmills or whatever they are that's spinning around that looked a little similar and i was like someone thought of that because uh, <laughs> it kind of looks the same it kind of goes around and i think there's some edit- editor who's like i wonder if anyone will notice and i just wanted to say in case you're listening i noticed and i enjoyed it <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> uh so yeah theories uh the big theory right now is that william is the man in black, but uh-huh. we're, but we're looking at different, we're looking at different places in time in Westworld. We're looking, okay, at, we so... could be looking at that fabled thirty years ago, um, that he's always discussing. Well, I I, I mean I saw that too, and I, my fr- I, and I'll l- like to hear your uh, take on it, but my take on it was. Well, that would be fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> I thought that at first too. I I, I haven't looked. Did you too... dig deeper? Well, I you dug, dug a little deeper a little than me. Deeper. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what happens. At first, you think something's absurd, and then you're like, "No, but Bernard was wearing this shirt. Come on, yeah. Jacob." Yeah. So yeah, please do win me over. Jim. But the we- I just heard the concept of it. Although the weird thing is with this newest episode, um. It, it could almost be reversed where uh, just because of the Wyatt stuff, the uh, because they're talking about Wyatt and it feels like um, unless well, actually, hold on now. Uh, I'm all screwed up because then the backstage stuff, the backstage stuff, who knows what time frame that is or if we're seeing different pieces of that. I guess the biggest the biggest uh, um, monkey wrench uh, in the system is is uh, Stubbs because he clearly has interacted with both time. He's like the main person who, who's interacted with both segments going on, whether it be the man in black or with like current day Dolores. But then so the, what are the, the two segments just to draw the lines, which characters were in what timelines in this version? Cause I don't, or in this theory. Well, the, really the big theory is that William is the man in black William is the one that we're going to see leave the picture at the farm. And that picture is his wife, uh, who could be the one that's passed away, prompting the foundation that he now runs. Um, And, you know, Dolores is a host, obviously. So Dolores could be in, if it is separate timelines, we're just seeing Dolores at different points uh, in, in the world. Uh, so like that doesn't really affect it. And I guess the, some of the big things that came up is there's uh when William and Logan first come in, the Westworld logo is the original logo. Like you see that logo when they have some of the Arnold flashbacks uh, and it's not the same logo that you see with Teddy. And it's also assumed that they're the person they, they go with on the bounty hunter on the bounty hunt mission is usually what Teddy does, but Teddy's not around yet. Um, what was Teddy's the... also dead, but 
but yeah, you know, if you exactly. want to look at the yeah. plain old boring one timeline theory, <laughs> which is fragmented enough, you know, if you look at it. And uh, uh, I guess the the like the prostitutes are different when they come in than when uh, like su- the Sweetwater town's a little bit different if you really break it down. Again, I yeah. haven't dug super deep into this because. Like we were saying before, I've mostly just been watching the show, just kind of enjoying it and just uh, going from there. But uh, I've been I, I dug a little deep into this big theory that everyone's throwing around. Yeah. So, well, there's uh, it's it's it, I we got confused just talking about it regularly. <laughs> so now I, I if I'm going to like try to disprove this, I'm I, it's. It's impossible. You'd have of, to go back and like rewatch it and try to disprove yeah, to, it, basically, to find the things. But I, I so I, you know, if you want to prove, I'd rather I'd need to look at some of the evidence, I guess. But overall, uh, well, just general. The some, big thing, uh, protests. I mean, the big things are just the honestly, the big things are just the logo, and and the other argument is that Stubbs has clearly interact. If if you believe this this theory, Stubbs is the only character that's interacted with both timelines if you're looking at it that way but the obvious he, answer to that is that Stubbs is a host when did he interact with present day then because we saw him say that man gets whatever he wants when did he interact with uh, William um if past? if you think that when he said send someone to go pick her up and then the person that shows up for Dolores and then William kind of brushes the guy away yeah, I mean, that's just, uh, I would hate if this was real. Uh, because it's like a lot of theories. A lot of these theories, yeah. I see people throwing around, not just with this show, just in general, people who like to make theories. And I see, read them, and I either go, that's absurd, uh, but uh, or like, yeah, that would, that would, that might be possible, like just based on the in- evidence. But if so, that would be fucking stupid. And that's what often my response to these <laughs> things, like, yeah, that's possible, but that would be fucking dumb. This was my response to another show lately that we're not going to say the name of because that would kind of be a spoiler. And also, we have sworn an oath not to discuss it yeah, again. So but, you uh, might know what we're talking about, but yeah, exactly. Well, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about anyway. It's the show that shall not be named. But anyway, the point is, I can see something like that and go, oh, uh, if. Like there could be a possibility that this is the case, which would be ridiculous. Um, and may okay. So I don't want to come off too hard on this. I'm I do want to look in more into it a little bit and see. But it does feel like we're this theory is like getting disproven more and more. I don't see a lot of proof for it at all. Uh, people, these are the same people who will just throw out, well, this person's a host then, and that person's a host. It solves all our problems. No, very true. I saw some, yeah, it's... saw someone say that, like, why? Of, of obviously, Bernard is a host. Why would a company that makes robots hire workers? And I'm like, well, the whole show is about the difference between humans and robots. If you think Bernard's a host, and they made a CGI wife and made a backstory dead son, it's like, yeah, anything can be fake in this show. Anything could be a dream. Uh, anything could be anything, but uh, okay, just concrete arguments against this theory. Uh, the technology level, it. I mean, it's true. I can't say for sure that the park opened thirty years ago, but it opened when Ford was young, and when Ford yeah. was young, he was making robots that sucked. We yeah. saw those. Yeah, things. that's the big. Uh, a lot of the big things to go against the theory. Yeah. Uh, are the they do. They do make it very clear that the robots originally were more 
They were like more advanced versions of, you know, the Lincoln at Disney or whatever, you know, the animatronics yeah. or like a Chuck E. Cheese. They're obviously better, but it's not to the extent of what we're seeing now. Yeah. And any argument can be out argued uh, with saying someone is a host. For example, I would say, yeah, Ford did that when he was younger. Uh, he started this place. We saw the CGI version of him as young. But hey, if he's a host, if he made himself a host, he could be any age he wants to be. So that doesn't really matter uh, if you want to take that route. But anyway, I see that as a major uh, wrench in the monkey works, uh, whatever you say. <laughs> so uh, there's also the fact that Dolores looks the same. I mean, she's the oldest one in the park, but they do say that she's been replaced so many times that she's a brand new I guess that could, I mean, she, she could look the same. However, again, I can't get over the, this, this flashback we saw with people dancing with robots and it kind of like, no, no, the human is here. Try to touch the human. And yeah. none of what we've seen as uh, what seems to be present day looks anything like that. So... Uh, one thing I would say, though, depending on, uh, and again, I'm kind of, I'm mostly with you, but I could see if it comes to fruition just because, if it's like, yeah, we're seeing the early days in the flashback, but maybe William comes a little bit later because at least some of the some of the other hosts they interact with could arguably be a little bit more uh like not as intelligent, I guess, at least from their guide, like based off of that. But then again, yeah. like, you, you have to you have to will this into reality to believe you have to like really want it to be true the, the the main things that line up that that make it seem like it makes sense like because you were even saying if if the man in black has a foundation that means he lost someone and and uh william we know he's about to get married and we can assume that's tied together and then if we want to just take that photo and put that in the mix you know what i mean those things all like when you lay it out, it's like, oh, that all makes sense and kind of seems like a through line. But everything else you're saying is correct because it's like, well, but you have to ignore the technology part. You have to ignore a few things to make it work. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's an interesting theory, but it's totally... I, I, it's I, I kind of want to be one of these people that make theories, but I kind of just want to enjoy the show. It's totally people trying to be ahead of the show. Like, yeah. you can sit there and try to do that. You could, Like you said, you could be like, well, this person's a host, this person's a host, uh, just to do it. And then when, it, you know, when one of your five predictions comes true, you're like, ah, I knew it. Obvious. This show's obvious. Because uh, people love to do that shit. But, uh, or you could just kind of enjoy the show and go with it. So, but we are doing discussion. Uh, so it's, I think it's worth, it's a big enough theory that people are talking about. I think it's worth throwing it on the table uh just to see some thoughts out there yeah i totally just forgot what i was gonna say it was something about how i don't want this to be the case uh i think it's uh, that uh, the like i cannot see a way for them to satisfyingly reveal this uh that's kind of part of it too because people are going to be so confused People were so confused by a revelation in, in Game of Thrones uh, recently that like people didn't get it, which I don't blame them for. But in this, it would be like, this would be the foundation of the show. It would be such a huge twist. And if you have fucking two plot lines taking place in the same place at different times, you gotta at least have like different color correction or something to let people understand what's happening. 
Because if they show like William going home and marrying and there's a sequence and he's getting older and he's becoming the man in black, I don't know, man. That that's it doesn't sound like a good episode, a good reveal even. It doesn't it just sounds like we would get even more confused afterwards than we already are. This is already a confusing show, you know. How would we keep track of what was happening when and what mattered? I really do think that in the next few episodes, and this is me uh, predicting that uh, 2012 will be the end of the world. And then it's like, no, no, they're coming in two episodes now. That could, that might actually be what happens, uh, that it doesn't happen. But it does feel like th- shit's going to go down pretty soon. And hopefully we can just put this whole thing to bed. But unless shit is going down next week, we should get more into this theory and the details of it. Uh, I think that is like the big theory, but then there's theories of everyone is a host. Like, uh, yeah, right? I assume well, there's a hundred of those. Here's what we'll do. Uh, you know, it's just on the table. Like I said, you're you're kind of just reacting to it. You haven't looked too much into it. I've only looked a little into it. We'll see what the next episode, what kind of tidbits they give us. And then we'll read up a little bit further into it and see where we're at. And we'll go there's- from there. There's a real danger that we become way too woke. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We could become incredibly woke, and then we could be very upset with this show when it turns out, what, there's one timeline? I don't even... Th- we're not Yeah, exactly. That's annoying. That's annoying when people have these theories, and, like, yeah, they become married to the theory, and then when it ends up not being true, they're, like, annoyed. Like, I, yeah. I, I, to a lesser extent, I feel like that's what happened with uh, Breaking Bad, where, where... And we always bring up Breaking Bad. Uh, I feel like Breaking Bad has a pretty perfect series finale. And I mean, it, it might not be all too surprising with twists or anything, but all these people had these theories about these crazy twists of what was going to happen. And then when it didn't happen, it somehow is a bad finale, which is just uh. not true. No, it's not. I didn't keep track of that, but we've seen the same thing with the Game of Thrones yeah. and probably any any big show where it's like people expect and want certain things and then they'll get them... Uh, so I have not been, I've not been, uh, like, it's going the other way now, because at first we were like, uh, like, no, no, the show, it's going to be terrible. We're, we're just keeping our expectations really low. Uh, but now, well, I guess I'm continuing to try to do that. Like, or I'm not trying to expect anything too specific. You know, I'm open to whatever, uh, happens in the show because I'm enjoying the ride. I'm not trying to be the man in black and pick apart every bit and figure out how exactly everything works and fits together. I'm not a completionist gamer. I'm fine with playing this once. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, we do have an email. I don't want to get too into it right now because we've been going on for so long. Uh, but I yeah. will say we appreciate your email. We're going to get to it next week just because we're, you know, it's a long episode. There's a lot yeah. to digest. And this is, uh, you got a lot of theories or breakdowns of character names. Uh, so we'll get into that. We do promise as well to go through, I don't know about all those other Westworld podcasts, you know, there's about a hundred of them, but we do promise to go through every single email and time permitting, read all of it on the show, you know, editorialize a little bit, but you know, give everyone's voice a chance to be heard. And if you have any opinions on the theories, on what you think is going to happen, you can send them in right now or send them in after the next uh, episode of Westworld uh, to shows what you know, show at gmail.com. Absolutely. And uh, make sure you subscribe and review on iTunes, please. Yes. Uh, coming up, we have some other... I mean, we do Westworld every episode, but we're also going to get into some uh, 
other shows like uh, Black Mirror mm-hmm. and Atlanta. Yes. Uh, Donald Glover's Atlanta. And uh, we're going to come back to you with the rest of Vice Principals. We promise it's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is about, yeah, that, that's what's coming up. And uh, of course, Gilmore Girls. Ah, uh, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> Uh, t- they they are kind of contrasting shows, uh, Westworld and uh, Gilmore Girls. Here on shows, what you know, we go through whatever we want. So if you have suggestions for shows, you can email those in. We'll probably ignore them and just watch the shows we want. But uh, hey, it's worth a shot. Uh, and thank you for listening. We're gonna see you next time. Thanks. See ya.